Welcome to Courageously Casey. I am your host, Casey Russell, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is to share my story for His glory, and my prayer is that God will utilize me to speak to your heart and mind so that you too are able to confidently and courageously go after your God-sized dreams. Let's get right to it. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Episode 37 is going to be a little bit different than what you guys are used to, but I feel like it's something so important. You know, today's episode is called We Are the Gatekeepers. And the the reason I have that title is because I read something on Facebook the other day sharing how we are the gatekeepers of our home. And so if you're not a parent, this might not be the podcast for you, but if you are a parent, please listen up. You know, I'm a mom of three. Um, if you guys don't know, I was a single mom to my daughter, Lincoln, for several years and then married my husband, who was a single father to Cherokee. And then we married um, when the girls were two and three. And now we have our son, Town. So we're a blended household. God's been so faithful in blending our households, which is not always easy. Um But what's been cool is I've gotten to see different ways of parenting and how far I've come, how far we've come as a married couple, and just some things that as our girls get older and as our son gets older as well, our girls now are eight and seven. They're getting into these incredibly formidable years where we have some really tough decisions as parents. And the older that they get, the more peer pressure, um, societal things that they're becoming aware of, you know, um, that I didn't, I didn't really know how quickly this would all come. I I certainly wasn't thinking it was going to happen this young, but I wanted to share, um, little excerpts of this blog that I read the other day. Um, and this excerpt was specifically written because of a new show that Disney and FX is putting out on your TVs. And if you're not aware of it, it's called uh, little demon. It is a show that is, geared towards kids. It's going to be on Disney. It's going to be on FX. So, you know, parents listen up because um, this show is going to be played. And if you're not the gatekeeper, then your kids are going to be exposed to this. And, you know, we say all the time that the enemy doesn't even hide anymore. He he literally doesn't hide anymore. I think in uh, past generations, he kind of hid through little bitty things and it would just become a big problem. But in our day and age, he doesn't, it's just so blatant. Um, and because, you know, if you follow me on social media, you saw 40% of Americans, 40%, you guys, 40% of Americans do not identify with any religion. None. Like, I'm not saying that they don't identify as Christian, like none. They have no, no affiliation. No belief system, no nothing. 40%. That's That should be alarming. But here's one that's more alarming than that. 17% of Christians, self-proclaimed, Bible-believing, Jesus-loving Christians, only 17% are reading their word once a week. Once a week, 17%. You guys, this, this podcast reaches hundreds every single week. And so that means like, let's just say out of a hundred, only 17 are reading it once a week. Well, if I can do anything through this podcast, I want to encourage you to open your word, especially if you're a Christian, we have to be 
the hands and feet. And what better way to be the hands and feet than the way that we um, model this for our children, right? We know that it is our job. In Deuteronomy 6 and 7, it says, impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. What that's talking about is the word of God, right? It's our jobs to teach our kids who God is, right? It doesn't just happen in church. This happens every single day, how we're walking, um, how we're walking through life. So we have to do this. We have to do this. So I'm going to read um, a little bit of this Facebook post that was a blog written. It says, um, you are the gatekeepers of your home. You have the authority along with your husband to decide what comes in and what stays out. You are here to block evil out and bring in the good, the true and the beautiful. You are the gatekeeper of your home, which also means so much of what children can accidentally be exposed to can come from simple choices that you make. You have the ability to say no to tablets, televisions, cell phones. You are the gatekeeper of the home and the steward of your children. Choose wisely. Our children will be exposed to evil one day. But the goal as the gatekeeper of the home is to delay the exposure so that you can preserve their innocence and lay down a foundation for them that will result in them thinking biblically when evil things come their way. We have to be ready from all attacks from the devil because he doesn't even hide anymore. Just because a show is targeted for adults doesn't make it okay. That's the enemy's way trying to take you down along with your family and it's not okay. Our goal is that as the gatekeeper of the home is to preserve the good, the true, and the beautiful. By preserving this, we can build our families on the rock and not infiltrate our homes with evil. Don't be afraid to be bold in your choices. Don't be afraid to do weird things like homeschool or become media free. Don't be afraid to be strict or wait for electronics. Don't be afraid. Your children need you to do this. And most of all, don't forget to pray. Yeah, so I, I kind of paraphrase that. Um, but wow, is that not so true? Right? I mean, I love how, you know, it's so blatant to just say, we're, we are the gatekeepers. And here's the thing. I think when I think about this, we wouldn't, if the devil knocked on our door and he said, hey, not knock, I'd like to take your kids. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to just take them out for a walk really quick so I can get in their minds. I can... I can, you know, harden their hearts. I can, can I just have them for a few minutes, like 30 minutes to an hour? Can I have that? I mean, obviously we would say no. We would say no. We, we would just do everything in our power to say flee, right? Well, what about when that TV show comes on that has things that are provocative or that they, that's ruining their innocence or that they should not ever be exposed to? It's the same thing, you guys. And I know people can laugh, mock, call me names. I get it. But my job here isn't to uh, make people comfortable. It's to just share truth. And so, um, you know, <laughs> I want to give you this verse. Um, it says, uh, hold on. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Oh, by the way, this is in Proverbs 1 and 8 and 9. They are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. So here's the thing. 
in that verse, it's saying, you know, we are teaching grace, right? And we have a lot of work to do with that. And one of the ways that I feel like we can extend grace to our kids is by protecting them from some of these things. I mean, I just think of a papa's love, a father's love, right? And it's like, we ha- we are t- we are instructed to be taught um, and to teach our kids, and we have to we have to take on that responsibility. I have always said for years, and this may crunch some toes. I've always said for years that being a lazy parent is so much easier. Not doing these things is so much easier. I mean, it takes a lot of work to do this, but literally, biblically, we are to train our kids right? We are to teach them, right? Um, It it says in Hebrews 12 and 11, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. You guys, we're literally instructed, but so many parents today, and I see this with, um, you know, now that my girls are in school and are in um, activities, I see this firsthand where I'm just like, wow, you know, um, these kids are not being instructed. But I think another thing, the biggest thing that I see is parents aren't being the gatekeepers. They don't see the huge effects of letting things in. And um, I'm not I'm not saying that this is how you have to do things, but this is how we personally do things at our house. We have a rule. And the rule is if we didn't have it at your age, neither will you. Now, I know, I know. My kids are being raised in different times. When I was my girl, when it was, uh, it was back in the nineties when I was my girl's age. Right. So obviously 2022 to the nineties, very, very different. However, there's, there's things that we don't have to choose to have different, right? Um, cell phones, computers, all that came out when I was growing up. It wasn't something that I was just given, um, video games and all that kind of thing. My brother and I had a Nintendo 64, but I can honestly tell you that I can probably count on two hands the amount of times I personally played it. Now, maybe that was because my brother was six years older and it was pretty much his. Or the other reason is because like we were busy with so many other things and my parents encouraged so many other things. It wasn't that I was sitting down watching video games. And so um, if you are listening to this and your kids do all these things, Um, This isn't as a way of judgment. That's not my job here. But this is just a way to maybe cleanse some eyes and and just encourage parents to be gatekeepers. You know, Um, I want to give a few things on how we combat this, because please don't think that my kids don't ask for iPads because they do, but they don't have them. Please don't think that my kids don't ask for phones because they do, but they will not have them. Please don't ask that my kids don't ask to, you know, have accounts on Um, social media. They do. Absolutely not. Not happening. Um, And my kids ask to watch shows, you know, that they hear about. We don't have, um, we just don't have those things. Um, We do have cable television. My kids are not allowed to watch TV um, first thing in the morning. I know that that's very customary for a lot of parents that, you know, they turn on cartoons, their kids wake up, they go watch cartoons. In our household, we just don't do that. I just don't um, like that for their mind. So we just don't do that. I'm trying to teach my kids to have quiet time, to have their mind be clear in the morning, um, to read something in the morning. So for our family, we do a devotional in the morning. We do a prayer together um, and just try to be good stewards where they know these things uh, as their adults. So some ways that we 
combat these things because they do come almost every single birthday and Christmas. My girls are asking for these things. Um, obviously, my son doesn't know anything about this. He's not even two. However, I know that a lot of kids his age already have iPads and whatnot. So um, how we combat it is we just say, if we didn't have it at your age, neither will you. Um, we also talk to our kids about, you know, the the bad effects of some of those things so that they know, like, it's not just mom and dad being, you know, old school or whatever you want to call it. There's some things that we have talked to our kids about that, um, so they're aware, you know, our, our daughters are, like I said, first grade and third grade. Um, so they, they understand, right? Um, so one of the things that we've talked to them is it's, it's can damper or put a hindrance on their brain development. Um, we have seen this firsthand that, you know, if our kids grab our phones and, or they sit on the TV too long, it's immediately their attention is in a deficit. They, um, it, it's kind of crazy. It's like their hearing's impaired, which I know can kind of be silly, but, um, these things are scientifically proven and we have seen this in our daughters. So, you know, these are things that we talk to them about, like, Hey, we're not going to do that because it's not good for your brain. Um, we've also seen, um, agitation and that that's also something that's been, you know, scientifically proven that, um, when you start giving your kids these things and kind of allow them to have that temper tantrums, agitation, um, because they become, obsessed or like addicted to it. We see this in all ages. I, this is not just for kids, but we're talking about being the gatekeepers and kind of keeping these things away. When I think about these things and um, the severity of them, I always relate back to like, if it was a human form and somebody came to me and said, hey, can I have your kid for a minute? I want to make them obsessed with something, create an addiction, impair their hearing and create an attention deficit. Can I just have them for 30 minutes to an hour? We would say no, right? We would say no. It would, I mean, all of us as parents, we're protective of our kids. We would say like, absolutely not. You're not doing that to my kid. But when it comes by way of um, gadgets and social media and TVs and iPads and video games and YouTube and whatever it is, we say yes a lot of times because it's a societal norm. But if we shift the way that we look at it, then then we're, our eyes are just open to it, right? Um, also, it can affect your social, their social relationships. You know, um, my kids have kind of seen this, especially my oldest daughter. Um, there was girls in second grade that had some app where they could text and talk to their friends. And my daughter was really upset that she couldn't do that. Well, we just explained to her, you know, some uh, parameters of the out electronic world that she's not aware of and how um, we just protect her. And so that it just wasn't going to happen. So, you know, it kind of did make a little bit of a restraint um, on that. But <laughs> I just think of the restraint that those kids are going to have because they don't know how to communicate. Um, they just communicate through electronic world. Whereas my kids don't experience that, you know, they, they have to speak when they're spoken to, they, um, say hello. When we go to a restaurant, they order their own food because they're not on the iPad. They're actually taking part in, in the meal. Right. 
Um, another thing, and we haven't talked to our girls about this, but just so you guys know, um, one third of the children in the United States are obese. One third. Well, um, it is estimated, this, this comes from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's estimated that the average child spends upwards of, this is going to be crazy, I would hope, upwards of seven hours watching TV, browsing the internet, or playing video games each day. Seven hours. Seven hours. Oh my gosh. So um, basically what it's saying here is that when they're doing these things, they want snacks. They're just mindlessly snacking um, because they're bored. It's a boredom eating. And so their, their chances of child obesity get really, really high. I mean, I, I just seven hours. What in the world? Um, there's also, it also creates a sense of isolation. And we've seen this with, um, you know, some family and friends. We've seen this where kids do, they become kind of like hermit crabs. They, they isolate themselves because they are so focused on their gadget or this outward world that they're a part of. And so um, it, it really affects how they interact with the outside world and the day-to-day and the actual human interaction um, because they're so vested in whatever form of gadget that they have. Um, so, you know, when they're a kid, you can think, well, you need some quiet time or they need some quiet time. And so they do this. But as they grow older, this can become, you know, where they're socially isolated, which is not good for mental health. We all know that. Um, as some that are pretty normal, I would say strain on the eyes. We all know that. Neck and back pain. We all know that. And then another one is like radiation exposure. So um, just some things and some tools that you guys will have to talk to your kids about these things. And you know, I don't know. I know that it's hard to put the cat back in the bag once it's out, but I do think, you know, we are the gatekeepers. We have to be the one that put the parameters, right? Um, Proverbs 22 and 6, start children off in the way that they should go. And even when they're old, they won't depart from it. You know, we have a lifetime to teach our kids biblical. This doesn't stop when they're 18, right? Um, but we know what's best for our kids. They truly don't know what's best for them. I know that they think, that they do know best, especially when they start getting older, right? They know everything. I remember that. And I'm sure my kids will go through that. Um, so we can't control what happens to them when they leave us, but we can control the foundation that they're built on. And while it cannot be always popular, it won't always um, be the end thing. You may stick out like a sore thumb. I would just encourage you to be the gatekeepers, to keep a watchful eye on some of these things. I have parents all the time, you know, when we do get in these um, conversations, they'll say, well, there's so many good things that can come from it. And you guys, y'all know that um, social media has been a huge blessing to me. However, I am so thankful that it was not around when I was a kid, um, that it was not a thing that I had to worry about because there are so many pressures. I spoke at a youth conference a couple weeks ago and I heard things that I never heard before on the things that kids are experiencing now. And it all comes from them having cell phones, social media accounts, um, access to tablets and whatnot. And if all that was eradicated, it wasn't there. These things wouldn't happen anymore. Now, I know that that's hard to do, um, but you can start with your own kids. You can start with your own home. Um, I also know that people say, well, they're innocent games. Well, are they? If you do any digging in some of these things, some of the most innocent things have pop-ups that you can't control. 
Um, they have figurines. Um, you know, it could be a, a game I heard about the other day where it was like a life game. And, you know, they had a home and they, they had, you know, they were like doing life. It was like moms and dads and blah, blah, blah. And in the corner of the living room was a Ouija board. Well, if you don't think that those things are planted <laughs> very strategically, they are. They are. And you might not think, well, it's just a Ouija board. My kids won't don't, e don't even know that. Don't even know about that. You guys, these are the way that the enemy opens windows. Okay. And um, so we have to be, we have to be the ones that shut that kind of stuff off. We have to be the ones that are just really, really watching. And I'll just be honest for me, we don't have a lot of these things um, or really, we don't have any of these things because I don't want one more thing that I have to watch. And I know that there's programs and stuff like that, that you can get. I'm not really aware of a lot of them. Um, I know that right now media is um, one that a lot of churches promote and it is um, all very safe and clean um, TV shows. There's a lot of different biblical things on there. So right now media is one. I don't have a coupon code or anything like that. I can try to get one, but um, you might look into that. As far as apps and perimeters on that kind of stuff, I'm not really sure. But I just saw this post the other day about being gatekeepers. I thought, you know, Colton and I, I know, stick out like a sore thumb in some of our circles. Um, this also goes for, you know, who do your kids hang out with? Because while you want to hang out with everybody, um, you know, we ask questions like if my kids are hanging out with people, I ask, hey, does your kid have an iPad? Does your kid have a um, phone? Or I ask my daughters, you know, hey, does so-and-so have all this stuff? Because if they do... Um, our kids just really aren't allowed to hang around them. And it's, it's not anything against the kid. It's just, we are very protective of what we let in. And so, um, you know, we let our kids have friends and play with friends. Of course, we're going to have that. That's amazing. We just don't want our kids to see something that they can't ever unsee or learn something that they can't ever unlearn if they're in the care of somebody else that, um, whose children do have those electronic devices. So um, just wanted to share that, you guys. I feel like it's something that is a little off track of what my podcast is normally about. But if you do like these things, please let me know. As always, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time on Monday mornings is when we release new podcasts. If you haven't gone back and listened to any of them, I would encourage you to do that. As well as want to mention, this month is a Mental Health Suicide Awareness Month in the month of September. I do have a podcast about mental health. And so you can go back and listen to that. If you have anybody that is mentally struggling, please reach out to them, connect them with me. I would be more than happy to um, connect with them. So mental health starts with you and it does start with our kids. And I feel like this is one way that we can be the gatekeepers over their minds, help them out, reduce bullying, reduce all the exposure to the things that we really want to you know, preserve their innocence. I'm going to pray us out. Father God, thank you for today. God, I just ask that my words are received um, from you, Lord. Not of me, but from you. God, that um, each listener would just be receptive of this message. And God, that us as parents would um, be the gatekeepers of our children. Lord, that we would steward them well, God. That we would disciple them well. And that um, while we might not always fit in, um, Lord, we know that we're meant to call to be set apart and to stand out. 
um, Lord, that um, we would be protective over our kids, that we would preserve their innocence and God point them to you always. Lord, we just rebuke any spirit of um, fear or any anything that the enemy's trying to do. Lord, we know that he's on attack for our kids. And God, we just demand that that um, has to leave in each listener's home. God, I just ask that you give these parents the strength um, and the wisdom to talk to their kids, Lord, and that they can extend grace to their parents and also to their children. Lord, that if this cat has been out of the bag, God, that they can rein it back in and they can point it towards you. Um, Lord, that so that we can make disciples so that our children can be the light in the dark world and that they can be the one that can spread the good news of Jesus. Lord, we love you and praise you and honor you. Amen. Hey, friend, I pray that this podcast resonated with you today. If it did, would you please do me a favor? Take three minutes and give me a review. Five star is obviously the best. And in the comments, write how God spoke to you today. Also, if you are not already, please, please, please follow me on Instagram and on Facebook at Casey Graham Russell all together. I would love to connect with you over there. And if you haven't checked out my website, CaseyGrahamRussell.com, we are constantly updating things. I'm sending out emails and just trying my best to give you guys more tools to live out your God-sized dreams. Until next time. God bless. And hey, guess what? I love you, but Jesus loves you so much more.